I think it's just really taking that vision and trusting yourself to leap and to go for it, but also knowing when to ask for help and when to delegate. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nicole Olden of Nicole Cherie Olden Law. Nicole, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Definitely super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Nicole so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Nicole is an attorney licensed in the state of California for almost 10 years. Nicole has a settlement-minded family law practice and as a mediator, collaborative law and consulting attorney, assisting families through legal separation and divorce, paternity, and post-judgment modification proceedings, Nicole believes that alternatives to the traditional court divorce process are both beneficial to families and less costly. Nicole also works as a legal consultant, helping online freelancers and service providers build their online businesses legally with custom contracts and policies or legal templates that they can customize for their unique businesses. Nicole, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more about your CEO story. We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah, so I took a pretty, I guess, traditional attorney track. Um, I took a year off after undergrad and started law school. Um, I clerked during law school, jumped into an associate position right after, was doing the 12 to 14 hour day grind at my practice, um, which I really didn't mind because I love what I do. But then I had my daughter and it just flipped my world upside down because working those long hours with a three month old at home just didn't work anymore. Um, And so I remember I, it was like probably like my second week back at the firm and my managing partner had taken me out to lunch. It was like listing this laundry list of additional stuff he wanted me to kind of pile on my plate. And I was like, well, holy, I don't know how I'm going to get this accomplished. (laughs) So it was kind of one of those, I'm either going to have a nanny raise my daughter or I'm going to have to find something else. Um, And so I jumped ship and I decided to build my own firm. Uh, I like to say that I built a lifestyle business because I built a business around my lifestyle mm. um, and I still do what I love and I get to, you know, take the afternoon off to pick my daughter up from preschool and, you know, we'll go to the park and, and at night sometimes I'll still work and sometimes on the weekends, but it doesn't feel so much like work because it's what I love and what I enjoy. And now it fits around my family. So. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. I love that phrase, lifestyle business. I, th- I say so often that I think we forget about the human aspect of business and there's nothing like little ones to help you change your perspective on a lot of the things that we're doing. So definitely sounds like you've had that experience. Yeah. I think that she was my greatest life's lesson. Like I always tell her that she's um, kind of my biggest inspiration and it's nice to be able to show her a hard work ethic, but also the fact that as a woman, you can still have a business and balance both because I'm a firm believer that you can have both a family and a business and enjoy what you're doing and love what you're doing and succeed at both. So, yeah, and that's absolutely huge. I, I'm so I'm a big believer in like you know you sometimes you become the environment you you surround yourself on around and you don't sometimes feel like something's even possible until you see somebody do it. So I love how you're kind of blazing that trail to be able to kind of showcase that for your daughter. But I think it also is a reminder for so many people that if you have a vision for what you want to do, it doesn't have to be either or. It can be both, and you can build that into your life and your business. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. 
wholeheartedly with that. <laughs> awesome. 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 So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper and hear a little bit more on how you work with your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more of that and what that looks like? Yeah. So, um, I learned quickly at my old firm that I just did not appreciate the litigation style of family law. I think that it's needed sometimes. I think if you have a case with domestic violence or a narcissist, there's just a certain something that comes with having a judge in a black robe on the bench telling you how things are going to go. But so often people start the process. They don't even know what it looks like. They don't know what to expect. They're literally draining their children's college accounts to pay their attorney retainer. Uh, and, and a lot of the attorneys are very litigious just to be litigious. Like that's just, that's how they pay their bills. That's how they keep the lights on in the firm. Um, and to me, that doesn't help your clients. I'm a firm believer in finding an approach and a strategy that walks your clients through the process, because at the end of the day, they're still going to have their family, maybe in a different you know, situation, but they're not going to have their divorce attorney. We're, we're gone. So they have to deal with the repercussions of what that divorce looks like. Um, so my biggest driver was finding processes that I think accomplishes that based on each family's kind of unique situation. So I focus heavily on mediation um, and also collaborative law, which is kind of working together as a team with another attorney and other team members, depending on the issues in the case. Um, and then also limited scope services. So if you, you know, have something and you just need an attorney to come in and give you some advice and, and look at the paperwork and help you file things, maybe make a very brief court appearance but you don't want to pay the full, you know, retainer because family law retainers here, I'm in Southern California. So you could, depending on the issues, get a retainer, you know, up to $50,000. Wow. Um, and so if you can come in and, and pay a lower retainer and have somebody help you on that issue and you can manage a lot of the case yourself, I think it just makes the situation a lot less litigious. It helps keep the kind of family dynamic intact a little bit more. Um, and financially, it just is a lot more affordable and accessible. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and kind of like even I was talking about, you know, why you started your business and how your business came about that human aspect definitely sounds like you're very um, aware of that as well, too. And, and like you said, you know, keeping that family dynamic together, even after, you know, the, the proceedings are kind of taken care of, because I think so many times you forget about that in the I don't want to say casualties, but just kind of like the things that happen as a result of having that litigious kind of aspect or an approach to, you know, something like this. Yeah, I think casualty is actually a very good word to use because mm -hmm. I think that people become traumatized by the divorce process. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you have kids, your kids get caught in the middle and there's this push and pull and whose whose side should I choose? And if you have one party that's using the kids as a mouthpiece or putting them in the middle, it just gets so difficult. Um, so I think trying to kind of stop that before it starts essentially is a really good approach. And I think just finding out that there's options, you have options. It's not that typical war of the roses divorce that everybody just assumes you're going to go through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right in line with what we talked about, you know, for your daughter, just understanding that this is a different alternative. This is something that maybe we didn't know about mediation and all those different aspects uh, can be um, an option for, you know, families that are going through that. And so I, I know you create a, a lot of, you know, um, templates and things for, for clients as well. So could you talk a little bit more about that and how you support your clients there? Yeah. So my, the online business, portion of my firm kind of started as a passion project. Mm -hmm. I was connecting with a lot of women in the online space who had businesses and they kind of started asking legal questions because for them, it was like Google. I'm just going to Google my legal <laughs> yes. and figure out what I need. Um, and so I would work with clients. And so I started helping them getting kind of like their website policies in place or their coaching contracts or, you know, an NDA if they're going to be hiring a freelancer. Um, but some of them would just say, look, I'm just getting started. I don't have a legal budget. So working with an attorney one-on-one, -on -one, it's just it's, I'm not there yet. 
Um, and so I decided to develop legal templates, which are basically uh, a contract that you can customize for your business. Um, and it's, it's something, so you get something in place, you get a contract, your clients can sign, you have your privacy policy and your terms and conditions on your website. Um, and I always recommend that you take them to an attorney that you can work with to kind of make sure that they cover your funds at the end of the day. Um, but it's a, it's a starting point because a lot of business owners kind of have that decision of, well, I'd rather go spend the money on a shiny website and my branding versus the contract. It's really going to matter at the end of the day. Um, and so it's a good starting point and then you can build from there. Yeah, I love that phrase starting point, because again, you want to make sure that you're setting yourself as, as much as possible up for success. Uh, but you you don't want to have to be stuck in that either or situation, mm -hmm. as we kind of talked about the, the other aspect of your business. So being able to kind of find that alternative and that way to kind of get started um, is absolutely huge. And so I, I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or your businesses. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think it's the combination of my attention to detail and my empathy. Um, I, I think that so much is automated today, especially in the online space. And I'm a huge proponent of automating what you can automate, but I think that people also crave human connection now more than ever, especially we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and so it's just that human touch of knowing that there is another person on the other side that has their back and is going to walk them through the process and answer questions. Um, and they don't feel like they're just alone kind of floating there trying to figure things out on their own. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And I think that, you know, with all this technology, you know, it's kind of pulling from us, but we're, you know, losing that um, humanistic aspect. But I've always felt like, you know, automation allows to me for you to spend more time being human, allows you to do whatever you do best and creates time and space for that. So you're not sending emails back and forth necessarily, but that doesn't mean that when you connect, you're not actually having that interaction. So I love that empathy, you know, with that, because I think it, it, it merges both of those and it gets to what we're ultimately trying to do, I think is build connection and relationships. Yeah. And I think that that, that is every business owner's secret sauce. I mean, at the end of the day, relationships are what make your business successful. Um, and I think if you forget about that, then you're kind of at a disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I think for me, it's having a coach. Um, I think that having somebody that's from the outside looking in to kind of give you their 5,000 foot look uh, and advice is it helps you get farther faster. I don't think it's required, but for me, it, it, like I'm so in my business and I get so passionate about working with my clients that it, it's like that, are you in your business or on your business type? And so it's been helpful to have somebody kind of check in and be like, well, okay, well, let's not forget about this or like a bigger picture. Um, like for my online business, it's been growing, growing, growing. And in my firm, I've had a lot of my online business owners asking for trademark protection. And I've consistently referred those out. And so my strategist looked at me this year and was like, why are you not doing this? Like, <laughs> just add it to yeah. what you do. And so I actually just launched that part of my practice too, um, last awesome. month. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And as you said, you know, so so many times we're so close to our business that we you may not even realize you were referring it out so much. And that could be a potential, you know, another, you know, opportunity and revenue stream, you know, to be able to build and even grow the business even more. But I think that, as you said so well, um, being able to kind of have somebody at a different vantage point, be able to kind of see those things helps you to be present. You don't have to worry about balancing both of those things. You get to be present in serving your clients and you get to have that person you can kind of lean on to be able to help you to increase your likelihood of being successful. Yeah, exactly. 
Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I think it's just that you have to take care of yourself before you can pour into other people. And I learned this the hard way by burning out very on uh, very early on in my career. Um, so for me, like my morning routine is non-negotiable. I get up, I journal, I meditate, I exercise, and it's all before my family gets up so that I, I'm like on me and the rest of my day is devoted to pouring into my clients and my family and everybody else. But I have that chunk of time that's just mine and I guard it <laughs> very protectively. So Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Nicole, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think it's just really taking that vision and trusting yourself to leap and to go for it, but also knowing when to ask for help and when to delegate. And I think you really kind of have to have that combination of having the vision and also being able to let go of some, which I think is very hard for business owners because they think of their businesses as their babies, mm -hmm. but we forget that our babies grow up and don't necessarily need us so much anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love that. I love that metaphor too, just because so many times, yeah, I think that uh, along the lines of the book, like the E-Myth, and I'm sure your coach sounds like it probably has mentioned that as well too, is making sure that, you know, you don't get stuck in like, I'm the only one that can do this. I can do this better than anybody else and not letting go when you want to see, you know, your child or your baby to be able to walk into to, to be a leader themselves. Yeah. You don't want to have them stuck in diapers <laughs> essentially <laughs> for a long time. I mean, you want them to be potty trained and functioning. So. Exactly. No, that's absolutely uh, huge. And I, I think it's like a great kind of reminder for all of us um, that, you know, we, we build our businesses in order to not necessarily need us, which sounds counterintuitive because you, you have the desire to serve so much that you want to give all you have. But you have to also understand when we become the bottlenecks to our businesses and we have to take a step away and allow it to grow, prosper and get out of those diapers, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Nicole, truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah. Well, I think it's just important to know that you don't know what you don't know. And so if you have an issue arise that you need to explore either family law, legal, or online business legal, reach out to an attorney. You can always schedule a consult and just make sure that you kind of have your finger on the pulse of what this is going to look like. Um, because it's kind of adopting that hope and pray and hoping and praying nothing's going to happen method is 99.9% .9 not successful. So <laughs> right. it's something to remember. Um, and I am on basically all of social media. It feels like as Nicole Shree Odin Law. So I'm on Instagram, which is where I'd like to hang, um, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn as Nicole Shree Odin. Uh, and you can feel free to reach out. I cannot give any specific legal advice unless I have a retainer with you, but I am always, always, always happy to direct you to a resource and kind of point you in the right direction. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And just to be clear too, you, the templates and everything that you have online can help out any businesses anywhere, but the, but you are practice or you practice in California, correct? Yeah. So my firm, I'm able to work with online business owners based in California for contracts and anywhere in the U.S. for trademarks and in California for family law. Um, the legal templates for NicoleShreeOden.com are for U.S.-based businesses. Um, you want to make sure if you're looking for legal templates online, A, you want to make sure it's something that an attorney drafted and B, make sure you recognize what country it's coming from because 
yes, we're, we're a global economy at this point, but laws do still differ greatly. So it's something to pay attention to. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate you for making that um, that indication or letting us know about that because I think so many times we get the information and Googling, as you said, definitely doesn't work for your doctor, shouldn't work for your legal advice either. So uh, make sure you, you, you listen to a professional. So again, we will have the links and information in the show notes, but again, I appreciate your time and hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.